Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. You know what? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You look way too cute right now to have such an Eeyore in your voice. I feel a little Eeyore today. I just like woke up feeling like that, but that is maybe my way to attempt to, uh, I don't know, vanquish that because, I don't know, you know, you just wake up sometimes these days and you're like, oh God, another day. (laughs) Like, what am I to do with it? I had a really, I had that over the weekend. Monday and Tuesday, I felt like I was in a massive funk, but there was also a full moon yesterday and I, apparently that was part of it. Also what are we living for? So there's that. It's the big giant question. We don't know the answer to it. <laughs> there is that. I feel like the roller coaster of that yeah. is pretty normal right now. I've been like doing like actually okay. And then today I was a little like, oh, what's the point? I know. Well, here's the thing that might turn your frown upside down. Oh, wait a minute. Who are you anyway? I'm. Who am I? Oh, Erica, we never introduce our podcast. One day we'll remember to. I'm Sylvia. I'm Erica. And this is Beauty. And stuff. Now, you're going to... Thanks okay. for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I keep saying, if you found this podcast, you already know where you're supposed to be. So, like, whatever. Know, we should. We should. It's not like you turn on the news and you're like, what is this? Anyway, it's good to know. Um, you're from Upside Down because we have been waiting probably since we started this podcast to have this particular special guest on the air with us and the day yeah, is finally here all the time it only took a quarantine a quarantine to so if one good thing comes out of this it's that we have Sharice here hi Sharice hi guys how's it going good. we're so excited <laughs> <laughs> that was quite the introduction. I'm like, shoot, what do I say now? This is like, it's it's finally here. I'm not going to lie. I've been fantasizing about the day I finally get to be live on Beauty and Stuff because I've been listening. And after the extensions episode, I'm like, okay, I feel like it's time. <laughs> you got, you got to say time. your piece. So I'm like, yeah, I was like, I, I should have made notes here. I've got, I've got some things we need to talk about with both of you guys about that episode. But we'll Eric, I think we're in trouble. <laughs> I know. Also, I want to note that when I asked Erica how she was, she was Eeyore. But when you asked her how she was, her pep came back. (laughs) And I think that's what you do for all of us. So for those, well, thank you for those who are um, new to beauty and stuff. Sharice is both of our hairstylists. She is our friend. (laughs) She is our therapist. Uh, and she's just an all-around good human being. She owns a salon in St. Jacob's, Ontario called Thatch and Fringe. It's her very own salon and it's amazing and it's almost celebrating its two-year anniversary. Yeah, we are. It's been like, I, I, there is no like, people ask like what day is like, did it actually open? And it's hard to say because I worked there privately for two weeks before we actually took the paper down and did clients there like secretly um, because I was scared because once I took the paper down, I was like officially open to the public and I was like, oh, it's a lot. So the paper came down April 6th, which was two days ago. So it's been two years now. So exciting. Thanks. Thanks. And now we're closed down again. Well, should we just start with (laughs) that then? Because we wanted to talk to you about that a little bit. Is that, Erica, a good place to start? Yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. So obviously you have a salon. You have an esthetician. You've got a team of people working with you. As well as a retail front. Yeah, so we have. And now that's all shut down-ish. 
Yeah, kind of. So when we launched or when I opened up Thatch and Fringe, like it is a, yeah, we're a hair salon. We provide, uh, we also, we have an esthetician. She does like aesthetic services. We also have a cosmetic injector, a nurse practitioner on staff. She works on contracts and she, ta- um, she treats our clients' needs beyond skincare, Amazing. you could say. Um, so she's fantastic. And so we've kind of grown this cool little team. We do have like a, a small retail shop uh, in the front of our salon. So I would say we carry a little bit more extra than the average salon. We carry Brixton hats. We carry some brunette the label clothing. Um, I would say our retail area is like a curated passion project of all of mm-hmm. my favorite things. Not all of them, but a good selection of like my favorite stuff. I've been a beauty junkie since I was like born. Like I think I came out of the room <laughs> obsessed with like beauty and stuff. So, you're, so. great. Um, yeah, right? I'm like, this is like, beauty has been, I, I don't know. Yeah, beauty and stuff is, is my life. Um, but anyway, I feel really grateful, actually, this past fall. So September 2019, we actually launched an online beauty boutique. Now, we can't carry due to licensing. We can't carry all of the brands that we carry in our retail store. But we have a really good selection of 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 products, I think. Um, so shameless plug, head to thatchandfringe.com and hit shop and you can check out what we have. But I feel like a little bit ahead of the gate now because we set our online shop up in the fall and it was slow moving. Most of our sales, like from a business perspective, happened with services and retail in salon. So our retail online shop was kind of slow moving. But then when we had to close down the salon in March, I was so grateful we already had that online infrastructure in place because it was just like a seamless progression to just utilize that online store more versus now I'm watching other people uh, in my industry who are, um, you know, now the pressure's on to get online sales up and going because it's the only way we can move inventory right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I I feel a little bit like... I'm really happy. What I'm trying to say is I'm really happy we got that online shop going in the fall because you could kind of work out the kinks. So now it's just been a really smooth transition. So we have different um, packages and, you know, I've been be able to put more stuff up on now because I have the time. So, right. Yeah, so people could the other um, thing support you right now just simply by shopping online when they need product and stuff. Yeah, totally. And they can uh, shop gift cards online. Okay, they can well, also, yeah. like, we can't, yeah, we can't carry any of our Aveda products specifically on our site. They're the ones that have the biggest, uh, I don't know what the word is for it. I know there's some fancy word, but anyway, we can't carry Aveda. So we've been doing calling orders over the phone for people who want that kind of stuff. So you just had to really pivot and figure out, you know, how we're going to navigate this time. But I feel like, you know, we've been really lucky and, and grateful that we've been able to do that. So... That's amazing. So sorry, just to clarify, if you don't see something on the website, but you know that you sell it in your salon, someone can call you and actually place the order that way? Absolutely. Yeah, we do phone oh, that's cool. orders over the phone. I've actually been doing a lot more orders over the phone than I have been. Let's sort. Well, I don't know. It's pretty 50-50. We've been doing a lot of call-in orders, which is great too, because then I get to like hang out and chat with our customers Well, and too. I imagine people <laughs> and just want to, like, especially if they're doing it for the first time, they maybe just want to chat with you about it first before they just dive in and yep. order stuff and you can like help them out with it I assume yep been doing lots of consultations yeah. over Instagram oh, cool. and phone oh for really that's recommendations. amazing yeah but that um, it doesn't feel that new to me like I feel like I've been doing like 
my life is consultations in any way I can because I always like to be involved with anyone's major beauty choices. So like that doesn't feel new to me. I'm just doing more of it, right? Sylvia so just sitting text or like to desperately text Therese <laughs> about her hair. <laughs> I thought it was just us, and I actually feel so much better. I was like, yeah, like I definitely contact you through all forms of communication. <laughs> no, it's about a, best a lot part of things. my job. I love it. I love it. I love talking to people about all that stuff. Um, Erica and I had a moment of weakness where we really wanted you to crack um, the blonde code and like send us dye. And you're like, no, I won't. <laughs> and we talked about it on the last podcast, which is like the right thing to say. But have you had like, I know that there's like color mixing and stuff that you're doing as well too, right? So there are certain cases where you can provide someone color or, may, or maybe I'm wrong in saying that. No, you're true. so right. So there, I would say there's like uh, maybe 20% of our customers who come in or clients who book every, you know, four to six weeks and they are just getting like a single process color where they're just applying it to their roots. Um, those are people that definitely qualify for at-home color drop-off because it's a single process color. What that means, it's a color that we've customized and mixed up. We have their color on file. So we're not changing their color. We're mixing oh, okay. the existing color that we've been using on their hair for the past few appointments and then what we do is we just send them a video on how to apply it is it the same service that you're getting in the salon no is there uh, a lot of room for error a little bit but not a whole lot where error comes in is when people are doing color corrections at home I'm Mm. talking about and I have this fear there's like this world of blondes out there (laughs) who are like used to getting their hair done every six to eight weeks Right. And mm-hmm. uh, now it's like maybe this whole quarantine shutdown fell in their appointment. And you know when it's like you miss that six week hair appointment, you go into seven weeks and you go into eight weeks and all of a sudden it feels like your roots are like twice as long as what yep. they were. It's like you hit that threshold. It's like, oh my God, I got to get my hair done. I'm so terrified that there's going to be this like wave of blondes who are like, I'm just going to embrace my natural color. And now's my time to go brunette. And they're going to go to the drugstore and buy like a brunette box color. And it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. If it was that easy, that would be great, but it's not. So there's a whole method to the madness when it comes to darkening your hair. So you're going to create a lot more work uh if you want to go back to blonde does that make sense completely Mm -hmm. and i mean erica you kind of have some experience in that world as well too our video keeps cutting in and out so i actually can't really tell if erica's there or not erica did you go that baby needs you her baby She's needed frozen. her. We're, I'll just keep talking until she comes back. And if she, totally. if we can't tell, then we'll just call her again. Technology. Love um, it. But I have box dyed my hair brown before. And no, I stop. Say, I want to hear all about it. Yes. I was in university. I was, again, in between appointments. At that point in my life, I was not, like, consistently going to see somebody. And I just box dyed my we hair because I was, yet. like, poor and in university. Oh, there she No. Um, and I did it. It was really dark. I liked it for the first like week and then it washed out and I hated it so much. And going back to blonde was a nightmare and cost me way more money. And also you told me via text when I was like freaking out, you're like, put a hat on. (laughs) Buy a cute hat. 
Crap, what were we talking about again? I can't remember now. We were just talking about um, not dyeing your hair brown if you're blonde and your roots feel really long. Like, don't just... And I was telling you how I box dyed my hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, another thing I'm going to just, like, add on to that. So, like, if you're, like, that blonde who's, like, I'm going to box dye my hair, no matter what, it's going to come out, like, super, super dark. And it's going to have a greeny tinge to it. Should I keep going? Yeah. And... What's going to happen is when uh, non-essential businesses can reopen again, like hair salons and beauty salons, it's going to be, I'm predicting an influx in business because you've had all these appointments pushed back, right? So what's going to happen is like now like your partial highlight appointment that normally takes like two and a half, three hours is now turning on to like a four or five, six hour color correction that no really good hairstylist is going to have time for because they're going to be so backlogged. So it's like, you got to look at time. It's going to cost you twice as much and it's going to do damage on your hair. Like a transition like that, you know, you know, costs money. So, you know, it is what it is. So just, you know, deal with the roots. Should we all maybe just like pump the brakes like it hasn't been that long since we've all been to the salon and we could like maybe take it down a notch with the home haircuts? Yeah. And here's the thing. Like if we were shut down for like six months, yeah, I get that. Pick up the clippers. But like, like like, guys, it's been three Like, exactly. I have one, uh, one client who I see every four weeks and I call her hair blonde and she's got like white hair and I love her. She's one of my faves, but like I talked to her on the phone last week and she's like, oh my God, I've been like looking, do I, do I just like buy like a gray hair color and color my hair gray? I'm like, girlfriend, you have like a quarter inch of roots, like calm down. And I actually just went and dropped her color off at her house because those people oh are God. like the ones that are like, mm, I love her. You got it. She's awesome. Well, let's not forget the last appointment I went and saw you with, I literally, you said, you're going to be high maintenance blonde. And I said, I don't care. And <laughs> Famous last words. Little did you know. I was like, Ooh. was that the last so, hair appointment since? Yes. <laughs> do you still have your and extensions? You literally were like, yeah, you do. Well, these are my, these are my clip So did you get the weave out? Did Jordan took the weave out? How'd that go? Like to use pliers? Oh yeah. He. It's not that hard. thought it was hilarious. I also waxed his eyebrow this morning. Yes. <laughs> Like, it's also his birthday. Do you have a waxing pot? No, I just bought Nair. Like those Actually, strips that I put you put in my Instacart. Yeah, nice. Instacart brought me an eyeshadow palette and some Nair strips. Happy birthday! I've been like Happy bothering you in close contact. You're like you got to do some. Well. That. He know he actually prefers the wax strip. We were just out of them, and I'm in charge of waxing his eyebrow. So I thought, thought saying, it was like a good. You're saying gift. eyebrow singular? Like, are you talking about his oh, unibrow? like right here? His unibrow, yeah. yes. Yeah, his unibrow. Oh. I like how I pointed to my face instead of using my words. So yes, <laughs> unibrow. Um, so I, I have, a, I do feel like I have a lot of root right now, but I'm just trying to, and my hair is also really dirty, and I do have tape. I so I have my clippings because I found them in the basement, and I've been having fun playing with them. <laughs> Um, so I'm just like trying to YOLO over here, but I think that the, the point is don't cut bangs, don't box dye, <laughs> like call your hairdresser, see if you're okay. And also the other thing I want to just quickly touch on before we move off from your like salon and talking at your store a little bit more is that you can buy from Thatch and Fringe across Canada. Mm-hmm. You, you also sell, um, Olaplex online. Oh, yeah. And it's the, I think it's $2 less a bottle than it is at Sephora and you're supporting a small business. So if you are an Olaplex user and you are running out low on shampoo, which I am, mm-hmm. um, I'm placing my order with Sharice instead of going to Sephora instead. 
also your accessory collection like you have a such a well curated storefront it's ridiculous and i love it so much your accessories your headbands so we were talking before we got on here that i my favorite school picture of me i somehow had like a sick flow going on i have no idea how because i had no hair my entire life but this one school picture i've got like volume i think i was in grade three or four in this picture did you sleep with braids in your hair or anything like that I think my mom, my mom used to, um, roll my hair in oh, yeah, yeah, that's every right. night. Okay. The braids was a whole thing too, but that looked like a curl versus a wave to me. I, th- I would mm-hmm. say, I know it was a small picture I was showing you, but m- more importantly is that I was wearing a pearl velour headband mm-hmm. that I, or velvet headband that I was obsessed with and you have them back now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to recreate that photo. And not that I'm saying I have gorgeous hair, but I do have some clip-ins and I'm going to see what I can do. It's looking really good. I will it say you're having really a good hair too. day. I feel like. Oh, a Thank little bit you. less than I was like should I put more effort into this I don't know we're in quarantine I just, I just have this this guy yeah you like that my triple I love it so, you told me about this triple waiver oh yeah she's really like what would I I've been trying to find a I want to I've got lots of people asking about them so I've been trying to find a brand that's been that's going to be good to work with to retail on our site yeah. so stay tuned coming I think I found one amazing you've got great stuff well thanks um thank you so yeah shop 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 at thatch and fringe even if you don't live in the kitchener area i think it's still great to be able to support your salon until uh, and the other thing you do that i love is you have always been this way but you've been a big supporter of supporting you're in saint jacob saint jacob is a small town there's a lot of independently owned stores with lots of women running them which is amazing but you're such a proponent of like women supporting yes. women and like doing your best to support small business That's and so nice. you've got a contest running right now and yeah. there's lots of cool stuff in there too so just like follow Sharice on line because well, first of thank all you. you're hilarious uh, yes. well, Sharice is a fun follow so well I like to A when it comes to social media we'll talk about that my main goal is I try not to take it too seriously right I think right. like social media there's social media there's Sharice on Instagram and there's Thatch and Fringe on Instagram and I do have a marketing person who does manage uh, our thatch and fringe feed just to keep it consistent but when it comes to my own personal instagram like a i love it but just like everybody i think we have days where we're feeling a little bit more active and we want to share online but then we all have those days where like i have nothing to say and i'm not going to just put something on my stories or my feed just for the sake of it so i try mm-hmm. to like when i'm in the mood like my instagram participation is 100 based on mood i will totally say and sometimes like my husband Oh, were we joking? I can't remember who I was joking with the Swift, but it was like, we don't have cable. We just have like Netflix, Crave, Prime. We just stream. So we don't have cable right now. And so sometimes I feel like Instagram is like my own way of like creating reality television. Like that kind of like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like BTS. Like I feel like Instagram, like remember reality, reality television made a big boom in like the early 2000s. And you guys are both like Sylvia, like back when you and Jordan bought your house, you going to the hardware store like every weekend and building things. Like, can we just go back and talk about that for a second? It was like DIY queen. I was like, (laughs) I would, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I would like on a Sunday afternoon, go on my Instagram and search for you because I wanted to see (laughs) what project you were doing that weekend. And you never disappointed. I'd be like, oh, I got to figure out how this table or whatever shelf ends. So I need to go back and watch it so it goes You're amazing uh, well, i always. have some exciting news for you breaking news what we're building something this weekend what are you building i not i won't tell you all okay she's gonna leave us in suspense really yeah i am suspense. so we have two projects i have one and jordan has one mm-hmm. 
but we have like all these tools in our garage now and we're stuck here and we have wood so we're gonna like make some crafts crafts i'm kind of jealous is jordan working from home too right now he is gotcha so yeah so he's upstairs and i'm downstairs and how's it it's actually working really well We're, we're it's we're really, really lucky. We're both really busy right now, and um, we have our own space, which is huge. And yeah, it's all good. I actually don't see him most of the time until the end of the day. Kind of great. So yeah, it's we're it keeps life. We keep walking around the same block with the dog, and I'm like, oh my god, if I see this block one more time, I'm gonna cry. But like, we still have things to talk about because we're still working and stuff. So we're very thankful to be in that position. Um, but like, it's his birthday today. He he doesn't like birthday parties anyway, so it's actually kind of funny because like this. This is what he'd do anyways. Probably just sit by himself and play the guitar. So life's not any different for him on his birthday today. Um, Sounds like a great yeah. birthday. You're going to make something special maybe? He wants hamburgers on the barbecue. Like, it's so easy. I don't even know. Erica, is Quipper still working? Yeah, he has to. He's, like, essential. My next job will definitely yes. be a pandemic essential career, I feel like. Actually, but I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've kind of been enjoying the downtime. I was going to say, you're so busy. Yeah. Seriously, we haven't been able to get you on this podcast. You're so busy that I feel like maybe it is a time to kind of reset and you're able to like, it's obviously really challenging not having like that steady stream of income. And yeah. you do have people who work for you who are like new in their careers too. That's the hardest part. I think when all of this like came to like really started to sink in, like at the beginning of March that we might have to shut down. I'm not going to lie. It was a really dark week. I was going, I was walking to work with my dog because my dog comes to work with me every day. You guys should know that um I'd be walking to work every day crying underneath my sunglasses and I'd be walking home every day crying and the thing is is I know I'm not the only one who's feeling that way because I think it was just it was that gravity of the unknown of like are we gonna have to shut down what are we gonna do how are my employees gonna get paid I take payroll and the ability to be give somebody an income so seriously I like paying my staff I like it when they have big paychecks like I like seeing people thrive creatively professionally financially Uh, I'm very passionate about that growth and development especially of young professionals in my industry Mm -hmm. so that was like a really big that was a really hard thing for me uh not not knowing that and also I'm a new business owner like I've been working professionally as a hairstylist for 14 years but I've only been somebody's employer for two years so that of how how do you navigate all that kind of stuff in EI and of course they pay into that stuff but uh I'm not a numbers person in that sense I do have a fantastic you know bookkeeper and accountant and all that stuff but so that whole week of the unknown was like terrifying and there was a lot of tears and on top of that too when you talk about being busy I think like anybody who starts any new you know entrepreneurial career endeavor it's like you it's like hustle like you want to make sure that you're doing everything and trying everything and you know getting out there so yeah it's definitely been a busy season for us and I also the another reason why like life got really busy for us is because my husband and I were supposed to go to Mexico in March. So we booked this trip back in the fall. We're not one of those right. people who can book last minute trips in both of our careers. It's just not last minute. It doesn't work for us. So we have to really plan out. Um, so I think back in the fall, we booked a trip to go away in March and we hadn't been away since last spring. And so we're like, like you like anybody, we like to have like a trip on the horizon, something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, vacations are a great opportunity for my husband and I, like anybody to really connect and spend some downtime together and just try new things. So we're really looking forward to that vacation um, for, for a lot of different reasons. We're looking forward to 
um, getting to hang out. We're looking forward to just resting. So again, when I know I'm going on vacation and maybe this is a bad habit, but I tend to overload my schedule because I know I'm getting a week off. I'm going to have like a real seven days of just chill. So then I tend to go like, I already packed my schedule full, but then I tend to like go, 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 go. And it's like, you know, we were also prepping for the KW women's show. So there's a lot of work for eight months behind the scenes that was going into that evenings and weekends. So it's like, don't worry, we're not going to see each other this month, but at the end of the month, we're going to have like a week to just like (laughs) hang out. So you, you add that into, into the mix. So when this was like, happening like I think what was it like middle of March that this was all beginning of March really sinking in it was devastating but then it was also the unknown of do we close down don't we close down and then once the government I'm rambling now once the government said non-essential businesses have to shut down it was almost like a weight was lifted off of me in a way I didn't want to shut down of course we're not generating revenue but it was almost like okay I don't have a choice because the weeks leading up to it you're getting the pressure because you're seeing other salons shut down and other businesses even though they don't have to they're doing it to take their moral social stance and then as a business owner you want to be on the right side of things right like you want to be the person you don't want to be like the a-hole who's like still not practicing social distancing but then every day that you're closed you look at the amount of money you're not generating and you're like man if I can just be open one more day one more day like that's whatever um so you're feeling the peer pressure and then you're also feeling uh like all of those things so when the government said we had no choice it was like okay a huge weight was lifted and I'm not gonna lie as much as there's a lot of things that suck about this Um, I've gotten over that cry morning and night thing and I'm really seeing like, I feel really rested for the first time. Like, I feel like I've been able to indulge like many people in those areas that I haven't been able to spend time doing, um, curating, reaching out to different brands, like the back end of the business of things that I've put off for a while, right? Creatively, like, you know, picking up my guitar a little bit more, that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. Um... I, I, I'm not going to lie, I've kind of enjoyed the break. It's kind of been a staycation, but, you know, I was ready for it. But I'm ready to get back to work now. Right. But. Vacation no, none of us ever asked for. Yeah, the staycation that Seriously. nobody wanted. <laughs> and, like, the other thing is, too, is, like, I'm like, oh, I could do, like, home rental projects. But, like, I just want to go into the hardware store and peruse all the different paints and stains right. and things. Yeah. But, like, you can't really do that either. So here we are. Yep. Here we are. I almost wallpapered our spare room the other day and we didn't have enough. I've got like a brick. I have leftover brick from when we wallpapered our, we have an accent wall in our room. That's like a white brick. Oh, cool. And I'm like, oh, I have enough in like length, but it, it, the pattern doesn't line up perfectly. And I was like trying to convince myself that like an irregular pattern would work. And, and my mother-in-law's like, no, like stop it. I'm like, "Mm, but I just want to do something that my I'm so glad she talked you out of that. I'm considering tie-dyeing everything I own, so. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I have uh, a girl, Daniela, uh, one of my old coworkers who I used to work with in Toronto, has been tie-dyeing things, like, every week on Instagram, and I'm so into it. I don't know where the urge came from, but it's like, you see people doing it, you're like, I got some stuff upstairs I could tie-dye. Yeah. Or, like, I saw somebody else coloring their whites with turmeric. I don't know what she did, but she colored her clothes with turmeric, and everything's, like, this really cool, bright yellow. I'm like, oh, I I don't mind yellow. I could do that. Yeah. I'm into that. I have a bunch of (laughs) turmeric. Right? Really Google good. it. Don't stain the shit out of all your clothes <laughs> for fun. I'm into this. I dropped a blueberry on my sweater this morning, and I feel like that could be a thing too. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so make into a this. Splatter? Kind of. <laughs> Watch, she's gonna get a t-shirt, lay it out, get blueberries, and turn it. That I'm kind of into Things that. are about to take a dark new turn. trend. Um, new trend. Can I just ask a quick question? You, you guys are very like up on the trends. It like tie dye is back all of a sudden. It seems to be. Something? Yeah, does That's anyone remember where Tie Day originated? Was that like an 80s or a 90s? I thought it camp. I thought it was like you went it's like to a camp, camp thing and you then did it was like tie-dyed some... t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys were you guys t-shirts. camp kids? Like did you do camp? Yeah. Not really. And not until I was a little I was like 12, I think the first time I went to camp. Not like I never did like sleep away camp, like day camp. Mm. I went to like a like Pete in outhouse camp. Don't get me wrong. I was not at bougie camp. Mm. I hated camp. I think I did camp twice and the second time I got sent <laughs> home. Because you had to wear a tie-dye What did you do? <laughs> no, I would have loved the tie-dye t-shirt. No, I gave myself a concussion. Not intentionally. But you know how, like, outside the cabins, they string clotheslines for to hang up your yeah. towel? Oh, no. We played this game uh, where they, they shut off all the lights in the camp, and it's called Mission Impossible, and you have to get to one end of the camp to the other in the dark without getting caught in the beam of a flashlight from the counselors who were hiding in the bushes. And so I was yeah, running, yeah. and I was running, I was running, and I didn't see someone left their clothesline up, and I totally clotheslined myself and gave myself a concussion. <laughs> I, it was funny now. That's hilarious. But so I got sent home, and my dad was like, couldn't last, like, two days, could you? I was like... You know if you saw that happen to a kid, you'd laugh. Oh, 100%. Like, there's a photo of me with a neck thing on somewhere. It's, yeah, I, but I didn't really like camp, so I was like, all right, cool. Okay, so as non-campers now, I mean, I don't camp anymore. I think it's terrible. Yeah. But I, I shouldn't say that. In a tent. I will go in a motorhome. I will go in a pop tent, whatever. Glamping. Just, or I'll put a tent glamp. in my backyard. Yeah, I will glamp. I just don't want to be in a tent somewhere. I don't want to sleep on the ground is my thing. Same, but I think being like outside in nature, like my family RV'd across the country when I was a kid, so my favorite memories of my whole entire life. That's so cool. I'd love to do that. But are we into tie dyeing? I mean, like I know now we're into tie dyeing because like it's a necessity to fill our time. But like, are we into tie dyeing? I mean, I think (laughs) I'm about to be into. I don't know. We'll see what happens, and I'll I'll keep you guys updated. Erica, can you do it and do do like a step by step? Like you could do like Erica to tie dye is Sylvia to home Reno projects, like and then do them on different days just to keep keep us all entertained. Yeah, love it. Where do you get the dye? I have so many questions. Amazon. Um, Well, I think elastic. I I think I have some in my house, but what you have tie dye at your house? Yeah, for what? I think so. I think I have. I think I have some fabric dye somewhere. Um, I'm not sure what color it is, but you can also buy like Michaels still does curbside pickups, so you could order like a tie dye kit from Michaels and go pick it up on the street. Oh, ooh, that gives me some ideas. <laughs> this just got interesting. I don't know. So like Michaels, you don't say. Now you got to find some cute white clothes. I got some white t-shirts. I could probably. I think you can tie dye anything. I just like the colors. Basically, I'm at the point where I'm down for ruining any of my clothes right now. Like I just don't <laughs> care anymore. I'm really into this. Well, um, our friend Meg Lee sent me a tie-dyed hoodie the other day, and it was really cool. It was like she, she only used like darker colors, and it looked really cool. It looked like kind of grunge. Oh, oh yeah. So, so like she did it on a gray sweater or like a blue sweater. I must have been, or only used like black dye. Or, or something. Uh, bleach dyeing has been a trend too. Like oh, instead of using yeah. the color, using you like bleach. I need to put bleach in my instant card. On a dark Thank color, but then reminder. I was like, should I be That's wasting it. the bleach on something so frivolous when I might need to like disinfect my 
That would not even so cross good. my mind. You are so me responsible. <laughs> I, I would either. I'm like, bleep my hair. If you told me to put on my hair, and I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'm into it. I'll be I'm like, mix my clothes do. already naturally have those kind of spotty bleach stains on them because <laughs> I hate wearing an apron when I'm doing hair color because I hate, I feel like I look like, oh, this is going to, Oh, man. I feel like I look like somebody's going to milk cows when I'm wearing like an, an apron at work. Nothing against dairy farmers. Totally support you. Stand with you. I don't want like disclaimer. But like I work in a hair salon and I like wearing clothes that reflect my style and mood that day. And I don't want to hide them with totally. an apron. So then I just end up wrecking them with hair color because it's a total vanity thing. And I feel well, like okay. You're no matter how cute they try to make those aprons for hairstylists, it's never really. They're not cute. No. They're not cute. No. And they feel like they're maybe a bit more like bulk than you might need in your life anyway. Yeah, it's because nice fabrics that hug the body well uh, stain from color. So if you want something that's not going to stain, right. it's like an element of plastic to it. So it's like stiff and like, you know, waterproof, which makes me, reminds me of dairy farmers. Again, yeah. No distance. I don't think dairy farmers can be offended by their required outfits. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with how good they are at their jobs. Exactly. We're just saying. It's probably very good. And plus, you don't want to get like milk on you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I understand my dairy farmers got to wear what they got to wear, yeah, but like, I don't. For sure. It's not the same industry. So, you know. Um, so, it's, we have some hard hitting questions for you. Mm, very hard hitting. Shoot. Should we get to them? Yeah. Yes, let's do that. Erica, would you like to commence the. The festivities of the grilling. Yeah, I'll commence. Um, okay, so we each have some questions for you, hair specific. Um, and I think, I feel like they're probably going to be very specific to us since this is our show and we <laughs> want to <laughs> ask questions that can be useful to ourselves. This was all just but a maybe, ploy to get me uh, yes, to listen. Yeah, right? Exactly. To finally listen to We're not going to gonna text you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hi, Sherry. I know you've been ignoring my texts. So I'm just going to trap you on my podcast. No, you trap have to away. Answer our questions now, but maybe we can have you back in the future, and our listeners could ask you questions too. Fire um, round. Okay. My first question is: I'm home right now, obviously, because I have to be. But in general, I'm home with the kids. I don't wash my hair that often. Like probably like once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I want to know. I want to be able to maximize my at-home blow dry. Um, what do I need to know? Like, should I have a different brush? What, what kind of products should I actually use? What should I, is there something I should be like specific towel drying I should be doing? Um, technique. I have my Marilyn Dennis blow dryer, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real game changer. But basically I, I don't have like hours. I don't have an hour to spend styling my hair, blow drying it and then curling it or straightening it and like doing a whole thing. I just want to be able to do like a nice blow dry that takes me like 10 minutes and my hair will look good for a few days. So do you normally blow dry your hair once a week? Like you give yourself a blowout? Yes, but not a very good one. Okay. So that's a good question. I point the hair dryer at my hair. And you just get it dry. It's dry. (laughs) Okay. So I flip my head upside down and I wait for amazing results. And guess what? That doesn't happen either. So this question is really on behalf of both. Which is great because both of you actually have very different hair. So for those listening, Erica has very thick thick hair and sylvia doesn't have as thick of hair and you're so that was nice i'm bald bald. erica has a gorgeous head of hair and i have none yes okay okay i would say both of you guys have nice hair they just have they're very very different so (laughs) just in different ways i was gonna say to clarify you're my hairdresser so you know my hair type but yeah totally for everybody listening erica has thick hair she got a lot um, of it 
It's not like straight, but it's not curly. It's kind exactly. of like a thick, dense wave. Exactly. So for somebody so who's... so much better at this than me. <laughs> well, I describe hair all the time and I always try and think... I'm always trying to look at really nice ways I can describe someone's hair to them without... Because nobody wants to... I never want to be a hairstylist who's hair shaming anyone for anything, right? Yes. Like, and the thing with my hair is when I just blow dry it, it has... Since my hair is not really straight... Um, it has the tendency to be like a little bit wavy, but not in a nice way when I'm done. Or it yeah. just kind of is like puffy. Yeah. You have puffy hair. You have puff hair. Okay. And then also highlighting it on top of it um, kind of adds to that puffiness, right? Because you're expanding that cuticle, which makes your hair feel and look a little thicker. So I have some really great tips for you. So here we go. First of all, when you have uh, thick hair and you like a blowout, when you blow dry your hair, I think a lot of people focus more on like the aftercare of that blowout than they do the pre-work because they think, oh, dry shampoo, all those kind of things. Actually, if you're going to take the time and give yourself a good blowout, and when I say good blowout, I mean, you don't have to spend an hour, but like something a little bit... Like, I'm going to say giving yourself a good blowout would be taking your hair into sections and using a round brush and taking the time to do that. So if you're going to spend the time to break your hair down into sections, and I would say clip your hair up, do the nape, then do the interior, and then, then do the top of your head. Okay. okay if you're going to take the time to do that, uh, lay the foundation of right product on your hair. So okay. product you put on your hair when it's wet is like, again, you're laying the foundation for a good blowout. So two things I would use is, uh, first and foremost, I would put on a super lightweight frizz cream. Uh, I love, you could use a hair oil for this, but when it comes to hair oils, there are so many different hair oils on the market and they're all manufactured and formulated so differently. So a good hair oil is going to absorb into your hair. Something that's a little bit more synthetic, like a drugstore, like a cheaper quality hair oil is going to sit on your hair and it's not going to do its job. So you start off with something a little bit more hydrating that's going to help with the frizz. And then second of all, you want to go on layer on top of that, something that's going to give your hair a little bit more hold. So like my favorite is the Aveda Volumizing Tonic. You could use a mousse, pretty much anything that's got like a stick factor to it. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to go through and blow dry your hair. Now the brush you're using is going to make a difference. Okay. You can use a a boar bristle brush or you can use like, you know, those ones that are like holes in it and that heat up like you get at the drugstore okay those are great those are good round brushes for um curling your hair or adding bounce because that ceramic portion heats up almost like a curling iron would but it's not going to do anything for frizz so I actually prefer and you're hearing us from me guys the secret to a fantastic blow on thick hair is a boar bristle brush Okay, amazing, because okay. I actually feel, that's true. I feel like when I use one of those brown brushes, it makes my hair frizzy. Yeah, so use a boar bristle brush, and a good quality boar bristle brush, like I have a boar bristle, bristle synthetic blend, and it's like a $200 round brush. I'm not saying everybody needs one, but like you should be looking around, I think you can get a decent one for like $50, $60. Um, I can send you guys like some Amazon links if you want. Um, but a boar bristle for Erica is going to be your best friend. And I want a round brush, not like a paddle. No, get a round brush. brush. No, and then like what you want to do is like rough dry your hair. Even when you're rough drying your hair though, like Sylvia, for example, finer hair. So you're going to tip your head upside down because you're looking to like make your hair as big and full as possible. Erica, you're not looking to do that. So even when you're rough drying your hair, don't tip your head upside down and and you don't want to go against the grain, right? So if like your hair grows down, even when you're rough drying it, blow dry it down. Because what happens is when you just, if you tip your head upside down and just blow dry your hair everywhere, the cuticle on your hair is going to lift and it's going to look 
frizzier. So like everything. Tell us what rough drying our hair is. Rough drying your uh, hair. My brain is exploding. Sorry, guys. <laughs> rough drying no, your hair would be like just grabbing your blow dryer and blow drying your hair with no method to the madness. You're like okay, blow dry so your hair. So what I do in my life. Brushing it out. Yeah. So what you're doing I, now is like if you tip your head upside down and just go for it with your hands, you're blow drying the hair in the opposite direction of your hair cuticle. So if you're looking to have smooth, frizz-free hair, you're, yeah. you're working against yourself. So just keep your blow dryer pointed down in the direction your hair grows. Gotcha. While you're blow drying, it's going to help with a smoother result. Okay. But so. now, if I want a little bit of volume at my roots, do I want to like it up with the brush yeah round brush yeah. up then yeah round okay. brush up i just mean like your roots you can tip your yeah. head upside down and blow dry your roots up if you want volume but like the ends of your hair like uh like i don't know like the ends of your hair that are like try and keep that controlled because that's where your puffiness is going to come from i got you yes that Do you is know what i mean where the puffiness lies so product take your time use a good brush like use good tools and then as far as like maintaining it is concerned, like sometimes I have my clients sleep with their hair in like a low bun with like a scrunchie or one of those like hair coily things, whatever they're called. It's like a hair elastic puts too much tension on the hair. Um, what's, uh, what's your stance on, should I do my blow dry, like take a shower in the morning and do it? Or what if I like to shower at night and do my hair? Is it okay oh, to then like sleep on it? Like, is it going to like ruin it if I go to bed then? Yeah. Totally, because what happens if you blow dry your hair, but let's say you blow dry your hair for an hour. Like, whenever you style your hair, you take it from wet to dry. It's called a physical change, right, in your hair. Um, what happens is that when you're done blow drying, it's got to cool and it's got to set. So if you blow dry your hair and go to bed, you're, like, trapping your hair between your head and your, like, cotton pillow, and you're just creating friction, and it's going to warm up. So you want, like, it's better to blow dry your hair in the morning because it has the whole day to kind of sit and cool and, like, really harden. And that's like, why I'm, I always wake up with that, like, janky section that sticks up at the back. Totally. You're still going to have, like, every blowout you're going to need to, like, the next morning touch it up. But, like, heat, like, what I'll do if my hair is dry... I slept on it the next morning. I'll just like touch up around my face and in my crown, like where your hair splits at the back, right? Just grab a round brush and re-smooth those pieces out. Okay. Would you like touch it up with the hairdryer again? Yep. Or would you like, or could I go in with like, would it be useful to like go in with my flat iron and like quickly fix things in the morning? Or is you that could. Sort of no, I just use the heat and the uh, heat from a blow dryer and a brush to smooth those bits out. You don't even have to wet it down. Your okay. the heat from your blow dryer. Oh, won't you don't, heat I was going to ask that. You don't need water. No, either. you just like heat it up. Oh. It'll be it'll smooth it out. I mean, yeah. if it doesn't, then use a hot tool. Okay. Once my hair is dry, should I be putting a product on it at the end? Mm, you can. Um. I'm do basically what you're saying is I'm doing more for my hair if I use the products when it's wet. Yeah, like yeah. do if put your product in your hair is wet and then blow dry it into your hair. Some people are like hair serums, like I said, hair oil people. I'm not because the more you're putting it on your hair, the, like the more product you're putting in your hair, the more you're kind of gonna weigh it down. But some people live sure. and die by putting oil on their hair after they blow it and they well, do it every and day. I think so with me the serum on your hair after it is because my hair is a little bit frizzy. Yeah, but if make it smooth, but if yeah. I do, if I'm doing a better blow dry, maybe I won't have that problem. Exactly. If you're doing a better blow dry, you won't have to put as much hair on product on afterwards, which means your blow it's gonna last longer. Okay. Can I ask you one other weird question about this? Absolutely. Um, how wet or dry should my hair be when I start blow drying it? Does that make sense? Like, should I let it air dry a bit, mm. or like how much water should be out of my hair, or should I do it like right after I take a shower? Um, okay. A good rule of thumb is if you want lots of volume in your hair. Yeah. Blow dry it right away. Okay. Because what happens really? is if you get out of the shower, 
specifically, I'm going to talk to Sylvia for a second too, because Erica, you're here. Like you could go back in and blow dry some volume, but pretty much when you get out of the shower, you towel dry, you brush it out, you put product in. If you let your hair sit and air dry, once your hair transitions from wet to dry, to go back in and re give it some volume, like once it dries like that, it kind of stays like that. Right? Right. So you would have to go back in and re-wet your hair down. So if you want maximum volume, blow dry it from when it's wet. You don't have to blow dry it with a round brush right away from soaking wet. That's going to take forever. But yes. Like, Is it, like, useful to, like, when it's so wet like that, like, just dry it a little bit? Yeah. Like, hands, I think sitting around, like, give yourself, like, 10 minutes. You know, go make a coffee. Maybe go check your phone. You know, start your makeup or whatever. Like, I think the air drying period is like on someone like Erica, you could give yourself like 15 minutes of just letting it air dry, but then you wanna go in and blow dry it. Sylvia, you just wanna blow dry it right away. The finer your hair, the faster you wanna blow dry it. Because, like I said, the longer you let it sit, like if you let it air dry for like three or four hours, it's not going to, it's gonna be harder to, that your hair's kinda set like that. Like it's, it's right. set. It's like hardened jello in a jello okay. mold. I, this is so fast. <laughs> one more follow-up question, and then I will ask her question. And it's no, about, these are all useful for It's me about too. my towel. Yeah. Um, okay, I have one of those Ooh. hair towels. Okay, I have an Aquas hair towel that's like the thin, it's not microfiber, but it's like, it, it's supposed to absorb a bunch of the water basically without yeah. having to like rub your hair with the terry cloth towel is mm-hmm. like the claim of it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that actually something I should be using or can I just use my regular towel or should I switch right to doing like t-shirts like some people on Instagram do? Oh my gosh, this is such a great question because people ask this actually a lot. So it matters more if you're somebody who's wash and wear hair, like meaning like somebody with natural wavy or curly hair. People who don't blow dry their hair, that matters to way more, right? If you're going in blow drying your hair, it's not actually going to make that big of a deal. Uh, I would say yes, using a terry cloth towel you to if you wrap your hair up in a regular bath towel I do all the time uh you do have a you are gonna have a little bit more frizz uh I think a cotton t-shirt I don't think you need to go and buy anything fancy I think a cotton t-shirt is fine um like you know I always tell I always tell people you know how when you do like volunteer charity things you always end up with that one size fits all massive t-shirt wear it for the event and then it works great double duty environmentally friendly as a hair wrap down the road but I would say that more do you know what I'm talking about like I totally do I've never even thought yeah just shove it in your bathroom right because they're usually like too big of course right um I think I have a relay for life one from my husband from like the 90s in the bathroom um I love it but uh yeah that I would say that isn't gonna affect you a whole lot you're fine to use a towel Okay. Uh, it's more for people who have naturally curly hair. You definitely are going to notice less frizz if you switch to the t-shirt versus the towel method. Okay. All right. I've monopolized enough with this question. Mm, keep going. No, this is great. I mean, I've been, like, like, I I haven't done like hair so in three weeks. So this is like, I'm like, ooh, okay, give them to me. It feels good. I'm like stimulated. Uh, and I think people like genuinely want to know this because getting an at-home blowout is so challenging. Mm-hmm. Do you want to speak... For a second, you've kind of given some good tips already on like what to do if you're like me with finer hair, but do you want to like elaborate on that a little bit more? Like on your hair? Yeah. Okay. For fine so, hair, baldies? Yeah. Finer hair, get out of the shower, towel dry, put loads of product in that's going to fatten your hair, like a hair fattener. Okay. My favorite products okay. to fatten the hair are the Aveda Pure Abundance Style Prep. It's like a clay-based product oh. or the Aveda Texture Tonic, like any kind of salt okay. spray. I think that's going to expand your hair. Uh, saturate it root to end in your hair. Tip your head upside down and go for it. 
uh, and dry your roots away from your scalp as much as possible. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm, am I doing that until my hair is totally dry or should I ever get a round brush involved or I just want to like... Blow dry your hair until maybe zap. it's like, like the more frizzy your, your hair is, the more prone you are to frizz, the more you're going to need a brush to smooth it out. So if you're somebody right. who lightens their hair like you do with highlights, right? You're, yeah, I would say like blow dry till it's like 90% dry and then use a brush to kind of smooth it out and add like some, you know, controlled volume in the top with your round brush. But um, for the most part, that's... That's pretty much it. Lots of product, lots of heat, roots away from the head. I love it. And so when you say product, so for me, I have like fine hair. Mm -hmm. So some products can really like drain or drain. Yeah, you want to stay away. Drag my hair down. Yeah, finer hair, you want to stay away from lotions, oils, anything like that. Like leave-in conditioner should almost just be a spray form, right? Oh, okay. So I have the, I have, I do have a leave-in conditioner and then I do have the damage remedy. That's actually, like that's a pretty lightweight one. Is yeah. It? Just okay. put that I one on your I don't ends. mind that. Yeah. Um, and I also, in my ends, and then I also do feel like for the first time ever, I do find Olaplex is a shampoo that is really agreeing with me. Like mm-hmm. I, when I had my extensions, it felt great in my extensions. Mm-hmm. On my own hair without the extensions, it feels really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ol- I have really struggled with finding a good shampoo and conditioner for me. Yeah, the Olaplex is fantastic for... What What I love about the Olaplex shampoo is, like, it really is, like, a one-size-fits-all shampoo and conditioner. Like, it's mm-hmm. great for fine hair. It's great for thick hair. It's great for colored hair. It's great for virgin hair. It's super concentrated. They really know what they're doing with their product line. What I love about it, it's super small, but their products mm-hmm. really are designed to, like, everybody who uses them loves them. It's my favorite shampoo and conditioner uh, for, exen- for ex- my extensions. Like, oh, I found, like, I have my extensions out now, but when I did have them in, uh, I normally rotate between, like, I've got, like, four or five different shampoos and conditioners in my shower, and I rotate between of all of them. But I was finding um, some of the other ones I was using were a little bit heavier on my extensions. Like, I found I got much more hydration, but wasn't too heavy on the extensions with the Olaplex. So that's my favorite one for extensions. But, yeah, Amazing. I wouldn't be using, like... Like, when I say, like, no lotions on your hair, I mean, like, smoothing products. Like, even the Olaplex number six smoothing cream might be too heavy on you. Mm-hmm. I tried it, and I wasn't a fan of it. I just got the little air, because got me into being a sample girl at Sephora. Oh, so yeah. Do they have samples, samples of that there? Sephora. Or they, uh, me, they just squirt it? Anything. I'll give you a sample. Anything you asked for. Yeah. <sighs> I love Sephora, but I... You're like, can I take a lock of your hair home with me? Like, whatever. Yeah, like, sure. All right, and, like, cut it off and give it to you. <laughs> that's amazing. It's crazy. But they... I. That's how I tried it for the first time. So I actually bought... And just, like, as an example. So I mentioned that it was $2 cheaper to get Olplex for me than mm-hmm. Sephora. I got the travel minis to try the shampoo and conditioner because I was like, okay, I need a little bit more. So those, I think, were 20 bucks each mm-hmm. for, like, the little tiny guys at Sephora. I got those in January, and I'm probably only three quarters of the way done mm-hmm. yeah it's super concentrated and Jordan and I both use it really so I would say like it's yeah it sounds great I only wash my hair like once or twice a week but you only need a pea um, size amount of that shampoo it's crazy. it foams up 
so 40 bucks for um, shampoo feels like a little bit insane, but it actually lasts for so long that it's a good little investment, I think. Oh, yeah. And I think any one of my clients, I shouldn't say any one of them, but a lot of my friends, like, you know, I've been at this for a long time and like different stages of life, right? Like obviously like in your 30s, hopefully you have a little bit more disposable income than when you're in your 20s and all of that kind of stuff. And any of one of my friends who have grown with like doing their hair, you know, they're in their 30s now. A lot of them have switched over to professional hair care now. Um will say they notice a huge difference when you're using a better quality shampoo and conditioner. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just get better performance from your hair. Like it doesn't look as greasy and limp because you're using better, better quality ingredients. It's like eating, right? Like you're hungry if you eat like potato chips. I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat chips. Well, if you did that all the time, eventually like you're gonna not nourish your body it's the same thing for your hair yeah exactly (laughs) right versus your hair you're like i gotta wash it if you keep on using like shitty stuff to wash your hair with like you're gonna notice i do have to say when i break down when i break through the cheapness inside of me and i buy the nice shampoo for you (laughs) i know and i use it i i am always like oh my hair does feel amazing yeah it is like you know but i get it it's like professional like good quality stuff is like you know, is, uh, sorry, I just saw your kiss kitty. So There's cute. a tiny person on the, so handsome. On the Um, sure, yeah, it's like, sidebar, yeah. is it okay to cut your four-year-old's hair with oh the my clippers? God. Go for it. <laughs> hey, man, sorry. there's no time. Like she the, already did it. If, if not now, when? Let's be honest. If not in quarantine, when? You look like your daddy. Oh, my gosh. He's got the same little cowlicks. Did, uh, did mommy give you a haircut? Yeah. Yeah, how did I do? Good. Good. See. <laughs> oh, cute. On recording and everything, he does. His haircut actually looks really stinky. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, Erica, you're hired. Come work. Oh, if only we could all get our haircut in the garage and still look cute. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, Sharice would hack all of us. Uh, She'd be like, no, you're not allowed doing it. We are kind of running out of time. Yeah. I want to say this. We have so many more questions for you. That's okay. I, I ramble like... on. Edit half of this stuff down and out. No, <laughs> all of your information is actually so wonderful. Thank you. Erica, you... Oh, you... I think, Erica, in a way, you're going to talk about, like, what's the best product for your hair. I think so, but I feel like we just need to have you back. And... Yeah. I, think I feel too. like my advice to anybody is to find, like, a trusted professional of somebody who you trust and find... I'm just going to blanket statement this as, like, my closing remarks like anything in life, find somebody who's really passionate about what they're doing. Like, for example, as a hairstylist, like you want to go find someone who's invested in your hair, someone who's going to take the time to answer all of your questions. Okay. There's a lot of hairdressers out there. There's a lot of great salons. There's no excuse or reason why you should be seeing somebody who you don't feel like is excited about your hair as you are. Uh, when I was even shopping around doing a salon renovation, looking for an electric, like a plumber. I'll use this for an example. I interviewed three plumbers before I found the one that I wanted to work with. And it wasn't about like, you know, putting in water lines, like how hard can that be? But I wanted somebody who was going to be invested in my project, um, you know, at, at the level that I needed them to be invested in. It may seem high maintenance, but you know, quality, I don't know, find no, someone who's, in, you know, do you know what I'm saying? That's true and excellent advice. And you're right. I think that's I true, that. not just of finding hair, like, but of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like anything in yeah. life, like find people because like, you know, you're paying people, for, you're paying good money. You are. You know? And people who care about what they do. Yeah. Like I never, totally. yeah. Anyway. I was going to say, I never 
<laughs> or sorry, there's rarely a better feeling in the world than being like, Shreese, can we do this with my hair? And you're like, oh my God, yes, of course we can. And you're like, oh yeah. I will like, entertain anything as much as I can. Totally. Like, I love that. But you also are good, like, to keep us level-headed in what we expect out of the world when it comes to our hair. But I like, but I do, I love that. I think it's so smart. Like, whether it's a plumber or your hairdresser or whoever, I always joke that, like, um, I will go to a walk-in clinic before I, like, walk into a hair salon because I feel like that relationship is so sacred. Like, I'm going to trust if you're a doctor that you're going to look after me. Yeah, with the best possible knowledge. But, like, I don't know. And this, it is. Like, you are responsible for the way that people are like not responsible for solely, but like you're part of such an important part of how people put themselves forward mm-hmm. and it can make a huge difference. Like I'm someone who had limp except for one day in grade four or three, I had like a sick head of hair. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I'm glad like, it's captured on photos for me. forever. Me too. Well, who knew I was so ahead of game, but it's so connected to like self-esteem for me. Yeah. And now that I have obviously other hair on my head, um, <laughs> I do feel better about that, but you're part of that oh, process, it. and it's really important to me. Aww. So I'm glad I have someone I trust so much. Thanks, so I think girl. It's a really good point. That means so much to me. Sharice is also great to entertain anything, but also like <laughs> dial you down off the ledge when she doesn't think something's a good idea. <laughs> Which I like feel like, like a good hairstylist will do. Also, like they know when to say yes. No, you should not be doing that. <laughs> No, that's not, not for you. Anymore. And it's usually because you have our best interests at heart. Like, totally. Whether and it's like, going to be make it like something like high maintenance for us or it's just like not sustainable. Or totally. Or probably something you know that we'll regret. Like if I'm saying no, yes. I mean no. Like if people like, <laughs> no, and I'm not saying, what I mean by that is like if someone's like, should I do this? Like I will try and find like a hundred other options or suggestions that might be in that same realm of where you want to go. Right. If I can't come up with, I'm not like racking my bay. I'm like, okay, hey, how do we make this work? And I really can't like, I will, I will um, entertain whatever. But if I really can't like go there, I'm just like, sorry, it's not going to happen. So and I Get will over also it. say this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move and I think, on. I think it's really important to have boundaries with your hairdresser too. Yeah. Yeah, go. Because it's true. You're, And it's also your work walking around. Like, imagine someone lose your son and you're like, well, Kay. please don't tell anybody about Can this. I tell you something funny? People always talk about, yeah, like, it's your work going out the door and on the street. That matters. I got so over that years ago. Like... Oh, oh really? yeah, I did. Because here's the thing. Like, yeah, I don't want someone walking around with, like, crappy hair and... And having that identified <laughs> yes. to me. But at this point, I'm so, like, like over that from, like, an ego standpoint. I'm, like, it's really – if someone loves their hair – like, I had somebody – okay, quick story. Somebody came into the salon a few months ago and really wanted, like, you know, stripes in their hair and uh, bold, blonde, and red stripes. And I'm so, like – you know, six years ago, I would have said no. Now I'm, like, yeah. you know what? She really genuinely wants that and nobody's giving it to her. And you know what? Is it my taste? Kelly Clarkson circa 2000? No. But if that's what she really, really wants, like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to make it look fashion. Like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to try and curate it and do it in a way that's going to look, like, not, like, as stripey. Like, I'm going to, I'll do it more bold. I'll do it so in a way that she'll like it. At the end of the day, was it my most favorite thing? No, but she really loved her hair and she paid for it and, you know, I'll get over it. There's, you know, at the end of the day, you know. Neither one of you guys are getting red and blonde stripes, though, so no. No, I I did get 
Do you remember when Christina Aguilera had the like little skinny red strips in her hair, like yeah, early days? I love it. I used to get that. I stop. Loved Seriously, it. do you have like photo of documentation? I wish. That? I know I need them, and also remember, let's remember my hair was shit, so I thought it probably looked way cooler than it did. But I will also. I do want to toot your horn for a second too, because mm-hmm. you're in. Kitchener or you're in St. Jacobs yep. now you're in Toronto for a long long time you have done hair around the world mm-hmm. you are an Aveda trained hairdresser you have taught and educated like I have a as you know and I've spoken about this on the podcast like I have now little like pockets of hairdressers like ready in case you can't see me or like we're too far yeah, I've set up all over that. Toronto she's got a salon like yeah. pretty much in every neighborhood in Toronto <laughs> with a stylist <laughs> who I've worked with are trained at some point that I can talk to and she can go see so I don't totally like to... they'll be like can you just text me her mix and it's like this whole like secret society happening for my hair which I feel very privileged about <laughs> but you're good at what you do. You're not coming at this from, like, just such a, like, insular place. Like, you have traveled the world. You've done hair on all kinds of people. Like, we are so lucky mm, to have thank you. you. And we're also very proud of everything that you're doing. So, I mean, we literally talk about you, I think, in every single episode. Well, we do. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> I love what I'm, like, listening. And I'm, like, I haven't listened to all of them, but I've listened to a lot of them. And I'm, like, oh, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, that is very sweet of you. Thank you. I'm, like, huge uh, – you know that saying collaboration over competition I think it's like really cool like when I first started out in the industry hairdressers would never share formulas or talk about that and nowadays like people are more into that and I think like really what it comes down to is that like client that clients needs and at the end of the day like I'm not going to compete like like, yeah, I've been at this 14 years and I've got apprentices I've been at this three years and every now and then she does something. I'm like, oh my God, Sarah, what did you do? Like, tell me more. Like, I think there's always an opportunity to learn and grow and like lift people up and encourage them and empower them and all those kind of awesome things. So yeah, I'm all for it. Thanks, babe. Well, that ended on a really lovely Yeah, yeah we've been at this for a while, that. eh? We have. I would literally talk to both of you forever. My ear, my AirPods are dying. We've been talking for so long, but it makes me very happy. Um, cool. Well, we're definitely going to make you come back because we yeah, have thanks, so guys. many more questions that was for so you, fun. and I'm sure everyone else does now, too. Wait, so, can we do another yeah, thing where, like, I co-host with, like, Sylvia and we interview Erica, or maybe I co-host with Erica and we interview Sylvia? Yes. That would be, please. like, a Freaky Friday episode. Can we do that? Because I'm, like, oh, I like enough about me. Sure. I want to, like, sit here and hang out with you guys. I mean, I know I'm the guest on this, but, like... Who cares? Like, I want to talk to you. Like, you know. I do, I actually think that's a really fun idea because I think, well, even when it's just Eric and I, we get off on so many tangents <laughs> about things that sometimes are not as structured as we could. Squirrel, <laughs> rabbit I'm hole. I will go yeah. down a rabbit hole with anybody, anywhere, anytime. I know. I know we, I well, it. I think we both had more questions for you, but we're just... Uh, yeah, we'll do another one. We'll just do another one. We'll t- we totally yeah. will. Guess what? We're going to... Well you know until we can flatten the curve for real um maybe we can do this again soon because we're all going to be together for a while which is really exciting um i can't so oh my headphones died <laughs> oh i hear you now okay let's sign off sign off erica yeah why don't i just yeah turn off my volume okay and you can close it and then just point to me when you want me to say, I'm Sylvia. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay we'll try it and see how it goes. You can address that. I'll just edit this out. Uh, okay. So we just had a technical difficulty, but that's okay. That's how we roll here. Um, okay. So we're definitely going to have you back. That was amazing. Thank you for all the hair info. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to be it. So thanks a lot, Therese. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's been so much fun. I love beauty and stuff. Yay, we love you. Um, okay, well...
things up, you can follow us at Beauty and Stuff Pod on Instagram, and you can email us or you can email your hair questions for Sharice for future episodes at beautyandstuffpod at gmail.com. And I am Erica. I'm Sylvia. And this has been Beauty and, and Stuff. <laughs> we reversed it. We reversed it. That's why it didn't work. You guys, we were trying to be so smooth, but then we said it the opposite way that we do it again. Do it again. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna do it again. Sylvia, I'm Erica. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, it's not gonna work because she doesn't know what to say. I'm screwing it. This whole ending up. Maybe we'll just end it here. We're just gonna say goodbye. Okay. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Woohoo.